I'm Sarah Lindsay. You're listening to White Bread Binge, a lifestyle audio magazine that features glimpses and highlights into the heart of a midlife, not-so-white-bread mama. So today I'm going to be sharing with you guys one of my new favorite recipes. This is called Change Your Life Chicken, and it really has changed the way I cook chicken. It is so good. So, so good. So a little backstory on this recipe. I have been listening. I'm a huge podcast fan. I love to listen to podcasts. Um, I've been listening to a podcast called The Lazy Genius for about a year now. And uh, the gal that does The Lazy Genius, her name is Kendra Hadachi. And she is really just a really cool gal. I really like her her work. Um, so I, I really do recommend the Lazy Genius podcast. If you want to hop on and find that wherever you find, listen to your podcasts, I'm sure it will be available there. She also has an Instagram feed and a Facebook group, and I highly recommend all all of those. They're all really great. You'll find different information on each one, different things, different suggestions just for life. Um, different life circumstances. It's it's just a really great, a really great podcast. Um, so you should definitely check it out. So this recipe came from the Lazy Genius podcast. Um, this is something that Kendra has made for years for her family and has shared um, on social media and through her podcast for quite a while now. And if you just Google Change Your Life Chicken, you will get copious amounts of recipes for this basic recipe, but variations that different people have done. So highly recommend you check that out. Now back to the recipe. So to make this recipe, what you're going to need is a sheet pan. You're going to need aluminum foil, heavy duty aluminum foil. You're going to need parchment paper. You're going to need vegetables that your family likes that that can be roasted. So whatever vegetables you choose that you would normally just throw in a pan and roast in the oven, those are the vegetables you're going to want to go with. Um, Of course, if you don't do roasted vegetables, you can follow this recipe that I'm going to give you, and that'll give you an idea where to start. Um, You're also going to need chicken thighs. Um, I personally am not a dark meat person, but My husband and my daughter both enjoy dark meat, so we do the thighs for them. Then there is a variation that I do on the recipe because my son and myself, we don't like dark meat. So I will share that variation with you at the end of the recipe Um, because you can use this recipe for uh, chicken breasts as well. But the recipe is intended for chicken thighs, so that's how I will give it to you. Um, So... You're also going to need avocado oil or another cooking oil that has a very high smoking point. Um, Avocado oil is just my oil of choice for that. So you can find that. It's not difficult to find. They have it at most grocery stores these days, including Aldi, which is where I love to shop. So just look for avocado oil. You're also going to need Um, seasonings, whatever seasoning you typically like on your chicken or food in general, that's the seasoning that you're going to want to use on this recipe. For me personally, it's kosher salt, coarse ground black pepper, garlic powder, and onion powder. And I have, um, 
a recipe for a mixture of that that I just call house seasoning. And that is what I use on pretty much everything I make. So you use whatever seasoning you like. Okay, so here, here's what you do. First thing you're going to want to do will be line that sheet pan with that heavy aluminum foil. Uh, this will help keep the pan clean. Then you're going to want to tear off a piece of parchment paper that is approximately the same size as the bottom of the sheet pan. And you're just going to lay that in the pan on top of the foil. This just helps absorb some of the moisture. It just helps clean up. Uh, just again, ensuring that that pan stays clean. Um, for my family, what we really like with this recipe for vegetables is simple, simple, simple. I take a bag of baby carrots. They're already cut and peeled for you. All you have to do is chop them. So I take baby carrots and I cut most of those baby carrots, unless if they're unusually small, I just cut them in half, throw them in a bowl. Then I also take a bag of those little bitty potatoes. Now there are a couple of variations on this that you can do. And I use these because it's so quick and simple. So the first one that I really like to use has, it's called the Little Potato Company, and they offer blushing bell red baby potatoes. You can get, a, the bag is like a pound or a pound and a half, and they're pretty much ready to go. All you have to do is cut them in half or into quarters and throw them in. You want the size of the potato to be pretty close to the same size as your carrots. So you throw them in the bowl with your carrots. The other option for potatoes, there really are two other options. The first one would be another type of mini potato, which is like a Yukon Gold. And um, you can also buy those at your local grocery store. Um, and it is just called a golden potato. I think they come in a one pound bag. They would cook exactly like these miniature red potatoes that I was talking about. Um, again, they're ready to go. All you have to do is cut them up into bite-sized pieces and throw them in with your other vegetables. The last option, of course, would be russet potatoes or whatever type of potatoes you normally buy. You're going to um, just scrub those down real good so that they're, you know, the skin is edible. And then you're going to chop those up into bite-sized pieces and throw them in with the rest of the vegetables. Um, then the last thing that I use is a sweet onion, like a Vidalia onion. You're just going to clean that onion and you're going to quarter it up, um, chop it into large chunks. Um, because onions are mostly water, um, they're going to they're gonna shrink pretty quickly anyway. So I usually chop it into quarters or eighths and then just mix it in with the potatoes and the carrots. So that's your vegetables. That's the vegetables I use. You feel free to add in green beans, broccoli, cauliflower. Anything that you like roasted in the oven is going to be great in this recipe. So throw them in a bowl. You're going to pour in about two tablespoons of avocado oil. Now, if you're feeding, that's what I do for a family of four. If you're feeding a smaller group or a larger group, adjust your oil and your vegetables accordingly, of course. Um, about two tablespoons. You just want to do a fine coat of oil on your vegetables. So you're going to pour the oil in the bowl with the vegetables, give it a good stir, and then you're going to season the vegetables according to your family's taste. You put in, for me personally, I put in about uh, probably 
two teaspoons probably of my house seasoning and it's just enough to do a fine coat of seasoning on all the vegetables i give it a good stir then you're going to dump those vegetables on top of the parchment paper that is on top of the foil that is lining your sheet cake your your cake sheet pan okay um so yeah your vegetables are in a in a single layer you don't want them stacked up you don't want them bunched up in the middle you want it in a single layer but you want them all pushed together as tightly as possible because you want all those vegetables to fit under the chicken that you're going to prepare next okay so you're going to take your chicken and this recipe again is written for chicken thighs um, so that's what we're going to talk about so take your chicken thighs you're going to rinse them well with cold running water then you're going to pat them dry um, get them as dry as possible i like to use paper towels because i can throw them away and i don't have to worry about the ick factor um, so just dry your chicken as the, the as thoroughly as you can then you're going to take some more of that avocado oil and you're going to oil the chicken really well top and bottom and even under the skin. You're gonna peel that skin back halfway so that you can get up under the skin with the avocado oil, okay? Then you're gonna take your house seasoning, um, just like you used on your vegetables, and you're going to add that to your chicken. The one thing I will say about this is you need to go heavier on the salt with the chicken than you did on the vegetables. The salt is really important. And if you use a seasoning that doesn't have salt, I would add salt to it, okay, for this for this particular recipe. I don't know what the difference is. I'm not sure why, but Kendra says, use more salt than you think you're going to need. Um, I'm a very heavy salter anyway, so I just did our normal amount of salt. But you can judge according to what your family likes. But you're going to um, oil that chicken up with your avocado oil bottom, top, and under the skin, okay? Then you're going to season it really well, bottom, top, and under the skin with your mixture. Make sure you have seasoning under the skin and on the skin, okay? You want the oil and the seasoning on the whole piece of chicken. Then you're gonna place all of the chicken in a single layer on top of the vegetables. You want to cover those vegetables as much as possible with the chicken because the chicken protects the vegetables from the heat in the oven. We're cooking this recipe with this dish at 500 degrees, which is really high. Um, but you will see it, it's like magic. It just works magic on the chicken in the oven. I can't even explain it, it's so good. So. You're gonna um, make sure the chicken is covering your vegetables and um, just bunch it all up as close, as close, as tight as you can with it staying in a single layer on your pan, okay? Vegetables under the chicken, vegetables in a single layer, then the chicken on top in a single layer, okay? Um, then you're going to put this chicken in the oven and you're going to bake it for 50 minutes. If your oven cooks true 500 degrees, you're going to bake this for 50 minutes at 500 degrees. My oven is a little bit hot, so I have to watch mine after about 40 minutes. I have to start checking it because the chicken will get 
uh, a little black on top. It won't just get brown and crispy. It'll start to turn a little black. So I have to take mine out just a little bit before that 50 minutes is up, but you cook yours according to your oven. Um, if you've never cooked in your oven at a high temperature like this, I would just, for safety's sake, start checking it at about 40, 45 minutes to see how well, um, how crisp that, that skin on the chicken looks. If it's brown and crispy, you're good. You don't want it to get black. Um, so that's it. You take the chicken out after 45 to 50 minutes when it's done. Um, if you cut into a piece of chicken and the juice does not run clear, um, or use your, your chicken, your meat thermometer in your kitchen, um, if, if it's not cooked all the way through, you need to put it back in the oven. It's very important not to consume chicken that is undercooked. That is very, very important. Um, but it should be done if you've, you know, followed all of the directions, 50 minutes, 500 degrees, your chicken should be cooked all the way through. You serve it up, your vegetables are cooked. They have marinated in all those delicious juices that have come down from the chicken cooking on top of it. It's ready to go. You've got your whole meal. And then all you have to do for cleanup is throw that foil away, rinse your pan off if it's dirty at all, and uh, stick it back in the cabinet. That's it. Whole meal done. Wow. Now, here is my slight variation on that. Because my son and I do not eat dark meat, um, what I personally have started doing is I go ahead and I prepare my chicken breasts just like I have the thighs. I rinse them, pat them dry, oil them really well, top, bottom, under the skin included, and I season them really well just like I do the thighs on the top, on the bottom, and under the skin. Then I go ahead and I put the chicken breast in the oven for about 15 to 20 minutes before I put everything else in the oven. I put it in the oven with a, a, a tint of foil over it. That way it protects the skin from getting burnt, but yet the heat is kind of trapped in there and it cooks the meat really well and a little quickly. So um, you go ahead and you cook the breasts for, I would say 15 to 20 minutes. Take them out, take the tint of foil off of the pan and then you can go ahead and add in your vegetables and all of your chicken thighs and um, and just place your breasts right on top of those vegetables that are not yet cooked. Just place it all up in there, um, get it nice and tight on your pan, and leave it without the foil tint. You want to put it back in the oven just as it is for the 50 minutes. And then you will have the most delicious, juicy chicken you've ever had. I will tell you, my husband, most of you know Todd, he is a fried chicken guy. He loves his fried chicken. And I have to say, I do too, and so do my children. They both really like fried chicken. So we're a fried chicken family, um, and I have always done um, either real old-fashioned fried chicken on the cooktop or... Um, Ina Garten, the Barefoot Contessa. She has a wonderful baked chicken recipe, but it's not easy. It's not clean. It takes forever. It's an all-day affair, really, to make fried chicken. Um, and this is not, this is like literally, it takes 15 minutes to prep this meal 
put it together, you stick it in the oven, and you're done. That's it. Let it bake while you catch the five o'clock news. By six o'clock, dinner is on the table, ready to go. I mean, maybe you throw a salad out with it or a loaf of crusty French bread. You're good. That's all you need. Um, and I would suggest throwing in extra vegetables because those roasted vegetables are so delicious. They're so delicious. And they keep well in the fridge. You can just warm them up the next day for lunch. You've got a delicious, healthy meal for your whole family. So quick, so easy, easy cleanup. It's wonderful. I highly recommend it. So um, I know this is a lot of information and a lot of details. Feel free to jump on and do a Google search for Lazy Genius Change Your Life Chicken. The recipe will come up with lots of different options on different vegetables and different seasonings. But the base, the basics of the recipe is 500 degrees. 50 minutes, high smoking point oil has to be used, and chicken, your favorite vegetables. It's wonderful. Your family's going to love it. So to conclude our time together today, I'd like to read to you Psalm chapter 139, verse 1 and 2. It's, O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You understand my thoughts from afar. So I just think that's such a pleasant reminder that we are known, we are seen, and we are adored by our Heavenly Father. I'm going to just close this out with a little word of prayer here. So, God, we thank you for your word. We thank you that um, Psalm 139 reminds us that you search us and you know us. You see every detail of our lives and of our hearts. And, Father, we're so thankful for that, that you are the one who does see and know, and you love us anyway. Um, Lord, I pray today that every listener will feel your presence with them as they go about their day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.